From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Today, we are starting a three-part series on media and marriage and discussing the impact different forms of media have on your thoughts and actions. Today, we dive into part one. What are you listening to? And there's a quote from Alicia Keys that says, you are what you listen to. And that's really what we're going to be talking about in today's show as we dig into this series on media and marriage. But first, we start each show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by the Physician of the Month Club. And we're going to be sharing more about how this group is transforming marriages a little bit later in the show. But the hug comes from a message that we received from a Physician of the Month Club summit partner. And she says, Tony and Lisa, your podcast books and raw and real stories of hurt and defeat and overcoming the pain and using that to draw closer together. That example of what you live out of what a thriving marriage looks like has revolutionized the way I think, respond and look at my husband and my marriage. Mm. I can't express how grateful and humbled I am to be a part of this community that so, so badly wants my marriage to thrive. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love it. And that's, we're going to be talking about it a little that's bit later, truth. but that is the truth. We want to see every single marriage, every single family that's represented here within the one family. We do want to see you thrive. And it's part of the reason that we're going to be jumping into this series of looking at the impact of media on your marriage. And, and we wanted to start with what you're listening to, partly because obviously the way that most of you even learned about one was through your ears, mm-hmm. right? Somebody said, oh, you need to listen to this podcast, or maybe you did a search for marriage podcasts, and whether you listen to Stitcher or iTunes or Pandora or Spotify or iHeartRadio, whichever you know platform that you listen to, this show came up. Yeah, or maybe you heard us on an interview recently and were like, wow, that's cool what Tony and Elisa are talking about, and you jumped on over. So welcome to you. And, you know, we start with what we know best, Mm -hmm. and that's the audio. And and there are so many things out there that can build up marriages, right? And we just came out of this series. um, Last month's series was all about our marriage vows. And what are those words that we talked about? And one of the recurring themes that came in a lot of the responses that we got was that the way that the two of you live out your marriage vows and the way that you've really learned how to, to internalize those marriage vows is through what you've heard on this podcast, right? It's what you've heard from, you know, being a part of the one family and being engaged in that. And interestingly enough, as we were preparing for the show, I found out that about 65% of the one family mm-hmm. um, are also podcast listeners. There you go. Right. So, so we're starting here, but the challenge is that there are so many things out there that we listen to. And it's not just, you know, the, the inspirational motivational podcast. I mean, there's music and news and talk radio and sports radio and, and, you know, talk shows and all of this different type of stuff that we can consume through our ears. And while we talk so much about the power of words, sometimes we forget that when we're listening to all those words, there's like this passive absorption Mm-hmm. of thoughts and ideas and attitudes that we may not even be aware of that we're, that we're taking in. Mm-hmm. And yet it comes out in how we think about our spouses and how we act towards them in what we expect of them mm-hmm. because we have all of this in here and, and everything from, you know, popular music 
to talk radio. It's going to fill your head with this idea of what's normal. Yeah. And for me, I think growing up even for me, listening, what are you listening to was huge. I mean, I grew up a, a product of the 80s. And so at that time, new wave was the big thing for us. But we also had so many genres of music back in the 80s. I, I loved it because in my school, pretty much every genre was expressed in some way or form. Mm -hmm. And so music for me has always been the way that I would absorb and hear. And it's, it's very interesting, though, over the years, listening to music and even going back now, listening to some of those older songs and what are they saying? What are they, what are they describing? And I'm not saying, you know, you're just singing along, right? As a 16, 17, 18 year old, hey, even as a 30 or 40 year old, sometimes you're just singing along. It's just words. And yet, what are those, what are those words really saying? Not consciously, but subconsciously. And how are they impacting and putting an impression on the brain that can then most likely and positively start rewiring your brain to begin thinking in a way that is not for your marriage, but against your marriage. Mm -hmm. And in my case, I, I've never been a huge music, like Tony was shaking his head, you guys. You're not. And yet, hey, for any of you who are here in like the San Diego, Southern California area, our favorite oh theater gosh. show is coming back to San Diego. It's called Mixtape and it's, it's all set in the 80s. It is an amazing, amazing show. We've seen it three times. We already have our tickets for the, when they're back in town. If you're here, go see it. Yes. You, you or are if gonna, mixtape comes to where you are. Where you are. Go see it. It is an absolutely spectacular date night. It, it just is. We digress. It, yes. Okay. But, so, but, it, but it's feeling, it is feeling your ears with something that is. Absolutely. You know, in, in the, in the play and the storyline is amazing throughout the eighties. But what I was going to say is music was never a huge thing for me, but I've always been one for like talk radio NPR. Yes. Uh, I remember in a really low part in our marriage, when I was commuting from Loma Linda to Anaheim along the 91 freeway. For those of you in Southern California, back in the day, that thing was a mess without the diamond lanes. You would just sit think on parking that. lot. You would sit on that thing, which should take you about 30, 40 minutes would take anywhere between an hour and two hours. Yeah. And it was, I, I so vividly remember this. It was a horrible El Nino, very rainy winter. I was making that commute often in the dark because it was so early. And it was one of those things where, what was I listening to? And I will tell you, this was back in the day before we were working on our marriage. I was listening to Howard Stern mm -hmm. and, and just all of his like shock value, degrading of women. Like that's what I was listening to. I, I can't even, like I think about that now and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But it was such a low point in our life and our, and, and I know like in hindsight, I can look back at that and go, oh, no wonder I felt lousy about myself and about my marriage and, and, you know, just got into this place of yuck. And, and, you know, I didn't even think about it at the time. I just knew that something wasn't right. And there are lyrics out there that, that promote affairs and lyrics that make thinking going to the club to hook up is okay. And, and normalize being with someone else, even if you're like, there's all this stuff out there. And we have to be aware of it because there's so much research that has been done that what we listen to does impact how we view the opposite sex, how words about aggression and violence, or, or even failing to consider the consequences of our decisions lead folks to making poor decisions. And this isn't just the teenagers. No. Can I, can I just stop and say, you know, so often we're like, well, that's just, that's just music that's not good for the kids, right? And that's all in air quotes and like cranky old mm -hmm. woman voice. 
it's impacting husbands and wives. It's having, and I'm not telling you guys, this is not Tony and Elisa getting behind these mics and saying, you must only listen to, you know, I, I don't even know non, what it is. Non-lyrical music. Yeah, right. Like just stick with the classical folks, like stick to no. instrumental. I'm not telling you that. What we're saying is, do you know what you're listening to? And are you allowing that to pollute your brain and impact your marriage? Because some of those are saying that your spouse is the only one to complete you, the only one to make you happy. You know, this is the wedding day is a crowning achievement. That's what it's all about. And yet it's not. And, and when I say pollute you, would, would you let somebody come into your home on a daily basis, say myself or Elisa, with our garbage that we just collected over the last day, walk into your home and just put it out on your floor. And then we'd leave it there because nothing's moved, right? You're, you're listening to this, be it again, talk radio, music that is degrading to women, to marriage, whatever it may be. And then tomorrow we do it again. And tomorrow or the next day we do it again and we do it again. And we just keep dumping our garbage in your living room and you have to deal with that now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, hey, believe me, we listen to, to music. We listen to the 80s. We rock out. We have a great time. I think the difference is, is that I personally have been able to understand that and separate myself and say, I hear what they're saying. And there have been times, I remember when our oldest, more than that 14, 15-year-old age, I mean, he's listening to some hardcore rap. And I would listen. I'm listening to it because, I, hey, if, if they're listening, if my kids are listening to I want to know what's going on. And we had some really good moments of just going, Alex, what are they, what are they, do you hear what they're saying? Oh, no, dad. I'm like, you do subconsciously, you understand. You, you, there's something that's you're, you're gaining. And even myself listening to it, I had to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, we, we got to put a handle on this, dude. Like, I, I get you, you enjoy this music. And yet do understand the words can impact who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's the music, it's the attitudes of, you know, the talk show hosts or, or the show hosts, whatever it is. I mean, it's part of morning the morning shows. I was oh listening to gosh. morning shows recently and some of these morning shows, for goodness sake, some of the segments on I like was, hookup one one or, you know, just random things like that. I'm like, what, what are you putting out and like the commute to work? Right. I'm not saying that's you guys. You, you, you may know somebody at work who is and who's having a difficult time in their marriage. This may be the time to be like, hey, you know what? Check out this, check out this episode. It may, it may have some impact on you and your marriage. And again, we're not, we're not pointing fingers to pointing fingers out there and casting judgment. Cause like Tony said, we do it, but we have to be aware of the fact that there's such an attack on the integrity of marriage. There's such an attack on this idea that a man and a woman would come together and actually commit themselves to one another for, like we said in the marriage series, as long as life shall Shall last. last. Yes. So we've got to be aware of what the messages are that we're, we're receiving so that we don't become numb and just keep saying these words over and over again. How many times have we said over the last nine and a half years that your words have power? It doesn't matter if there's somebody else's words that you're speaking in your head or just somebody else's words that you're taking in your mind. It's the same reason, if I can just make this really clear, it's the same reason that the hug that we read at the start of every show impacts you all so much. 
Why? Because that's somebody's breakthrough and somebody's transformation that you got to hear. And you're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So instead of being negative, you're putting something positive. We've got to be people that start taking a look at our media and what we're consuming and saying, okay, wait a minute, I might need to do something different. And I just want to share just around music specifically, but there was an article in a a website called statista.com. And in the U.S., and I can't remember if this is 2000, I think it was 2018, might be 2017, hip hop and rap hold, and that's like a combined category, hip hop, rap, hold the highest consumption rates in the U.S. at 21.7, followed by pop at a 20.1% rate. Country comes in at 8.7 and the broad category of religious uh, comes in at 3.2. And this is this was in 2018. It, did you double check that? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, but in the one family, I said, all right, well, if that's what was happening in the general population at large, what's happening in our family? Right? I want to know what you all are listening to. 32% of the one family listens to, and I'm just going to use the umbrella of Christian, worship, gospel, praise, it all falls under that. 20% listen to country, but in the one family, only half a percent listen to hip hop. Hmm. And it was, it was really telling when I looked at those two, like what's happening in the U.S. and what's happening in the one family. And I'm actually, I'm not surprised that the one family does marriage a little differently. Right. Because if you, it's not, and it's not just that. So we've got all these folks and they're listening to different things than the general population at large, but you're also 65% of you are listening to podcasts. And I know the podcast genre spans everything from like true crime, true crime to fiction to, you know, shows like one extraordinary marriage to sports to like, there's a whole wide range, but there's a lot of personal development podcasts. Mm -hmm. And that's again, another like very broad term out there. And so many of you share that when you're listening to podcasts, you are listening to shows that are in some way, shape or form developmental shows. Right. And so we were creating here in the family, this culture of things that are this culture of people that are doing life differently. Yes. That are creating a shift that don't have to be like everybody else. We don't have to be numb and just passively take in whatever a radio station wants to feed us or a talk show host or whatever. We can go out and actively seek out what we need to hear. It's like I was talking to a wife yesterday and, and, um, she was telling me that she was actually taking a break from listening to our show because she had a recent um, discovery of infidelity in her marriage. Mm. And so she went out and said, I need a podcast. And this is like her exact words. I need a podcast on healing after infidelity. Yep. There's a podcast for that. Right. But she went out and sought what she needed instead of just taking, you know, what somebody else might dish her. And, you know, the fact is, is that each one of us can do this. But before before we start taking a look at what we've been doing and what we need to do, we do want to thank this week's sponsor, and that's the Position of the Month Club. And this week's show, like I mentioned at the top, is brought to you by the Position of the Month Club partners. And we're so blessed to have these faithful partners who have experienced the transformative power of being intentional in their marriage and actually want to help us reach even more couples with hope and practical tools and resources. You know, as one summit partner shared with us, they've never had a place where they could openly comment, discuss, and share information about sex. And he goes on to say, and this is a husband, he said, I enjoy the fact that we all have a safe place to openly discuss tough topics. Mm. I also love that we get to communicate with like-minded couples. This is a true community. Yeah. And these are some of our most favorite people 
on the planet just because they are pouring into one another and they're they're transforming not just their marriage but the marriages in their community and if you'd like to learn more about joining us in the position of the month club check it out at positionofthemonthclub.com all of our monthly partners receive a special e-magazine delivered to their inbox each month with ideas and articles on how to invigorate their marriage. And some levels of partnership are also invited to monthly video chats with us and discounts at our online store. We'd love it if you want to join us or consider even, you know, in this month or the season of weddings, maybe you're going to gift a membership to a friend or family member. So check it all out at positionofthemonthclub.com. So what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. Some of you may actually need to take stock this week of what is the media that you're consuming? What do you choose? What do you turn to choose on? What do you choose to turn on? Right? How does that make you feel? Like just stop for a second. And I'll tell you, if you've got kids, um, I know a lot of you are listening to like Disney songs and you know, all the, you know, kid pop and, and that type of thing. But as they start to get older, you're going to become really aware of lyrics. Like Tony said, as our kids were getting older and, and the older, the, our older son was like, Oh, I'm listening to this. And I'm like, you're doing what? Yeah. It it just opened your mind and opened your, I don't want to say opened your mind, but it opened your eyes again because I remember listening to early hip hop and rap back in the eighties again, but today it's completely different. So when I started listening again, with him going, oh, all right, cool. This is going to remind me of my days. It, it was a whole nother world mm-hmm. and opens up for amazing discussion and conversation. Cause sometimes even with our kids, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll shy away from those, but it's just like, Hey, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. What are you hearing? And sometimes I would just let it play. I wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't get upset. I wouldn't get frustrated because you know what? I could do that in the car, but he's going to do it anyways. He has his phone. So let me just listen. Let me, let me, let me, let me get it. So that way I can even understand what, what are they facing and what, what do others face outside of my circle and others who may be listening to this. And when I meet them on the street or talk to them at church or talk to them at another event, you know, where are they coming from? You know, it may be as simple as just not singing along with your favorite lyrics. It may be as simple as looking at the titles of the podcasts that you're listening to. It may be as simple as saying, does that morning talk show host really, is that the type of person that I want to be? Right? Because almost every week as we get behind these mics, we talk about being intentional. And this is the time where we start to actually take back our lives and not just be like, you know what? I'm just going to blindlessly numb numbingly consume mm-hmm. the stuff that I'm listening to. But this week I'm actually going to be intentional. Can I create a shift? And this is the question I want to challenge each one of you with. Can you create a shift in your marriage and in how you feel towards your spouse by what you're listening to? Now, because you all are listening to us right now, I know the answer to that's a yes. So I'm going to give you a little, a little, you know, thumbs up on that already. But it's not just this show. Because I know that you all listen to more than just the one extraordinary marriage. Yeah, because this is 30, mu- 30 minutes uh, roughly per episode, and we have two of them a week. So that's an hour and 168 hour a week. So my guess is there's something else playing in your ears mm-hmm. during the week. So look at those other things. Is it 
Is what you're choosing, is that building up your marriage? Is it building up how you view the opposite sex? Is it building up the skills that you need to do life well? And I'm not even talking about marriage. Just do life well, Mm -hmm. right? Is it encouraging? Is it allowing you to walk away feeling like I can go take on the world? And if it is, do more of that. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, if you if you walk away from whatever you've been listening to and you find yourself complaining or you find yourself snippy or you find yourself irritated, it might be time to think, do I need to do a detox from this type of format? Mm. It's Again, I would never get behind these mics and tell you you can't listen to that. It's your choice. You have free will. Tony has free will. Tony and I don't always agree on music nope. or shows or anything else. But... But a lot of times we do. A lot of times we do. I, right, but just, just when it like, comes to music preferences, again, I grew up in an era where I loved listening to music. Elisa didn't. She she said at the beginning of the show, she, you know, she would rather listen to NPR, talk radio, something of that nature. And I'm like, just give me good old 80s, even something with just a good beat to keep me smiling and going down the road. And that's not to say I don't listen to music. I do have my stations, my playlist on Spotify. I do listen to music. I just, you do. but like if I'm working and stuff, it's going to be classical. Like I can't yeah. listen to the other stuff. I, total aside. But this week, don't be numb. Don't be numb to what you're allowing into your ears. Don't be numb to the fact that it may have an impact on you. Don't be numb to someone else's words, right? Take a stand for your marriage. Take a stand for the messages that you are consuming so that this week you're actually in that, you're taking a stand for your marriage. And I bet, I I bet, you know, my life on this, that you will see a shift when and if you need to change what you're listening to, when you make that decision, you will see a shift. It might not be that instantaneous. You know, we all want the staples easy button, right? Like, oh, if I stop <laughs> listening to, you know, aggressive music, I'll stop being aggressive. Uh, for some of you, that may happen. But you've got a history of listening to that. It's going to take a history or it's going to take time to kind of go through an audio detox. Yeah. Right. And you're going to get to that place though where you can be like, all right, all right. I'm seeing that I speak differently to my husband. I'm seeing that my attitude towards my wife Mm-hmm. It's different. I'm seeing that the words that come out of my mouth because of the words that I've allowed into my head are different. Mm-hmm. And I like the person I'm becoming, but more importantly, I like the way that I treat my spouse and I like the dynamic that's shifting in our marriage. Yeah. All right. So this is the first part. What are you listening to? Next week, we're going to bring you, what are you watching? Mm-hmm. Before we jump there though, like Elisa said, maybe it's time for that audio detox. You know, maybe it's time to check what's going into your ears. So it might be time to go through those those Spotify playlists or Pandora lists and go, hey, do I need this? Do I need to turn on that talk radio show in the morning, the, the shock radio shows in the morning when I'm driving to work? Do I need that or can I do something else? Obviously, you guys are above and beyond the normal population with your listening to podcasts. And yet, we can always find maybe one little thing that could honestly be the biggest shift for us and have the biggest impact in our own lives and in our marriage. And you may just find that this week. We're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we can't wait to catch you next week. Love you guys. Take care and we'll see you next week. Love you guys.